Welcome to Mental Health is Wealth. I'm your host, Antoine Wilbon, and today we're going to be looking at treat your first like your last. Welcome to today's show, Treat Your First Like Your Last. This is a near and dear subject to my heart, is that this show is about appreciation and gratitude. And treat your first like your last. If anyone can remember the Jay-Z's album, the Black album, my first song, is it really depicts a lot of what I want to convey today, and that is a gratitude. You know, a lot of times we have gotten spoiled in today's society because we have multiple pair of shoes, multiple outfits. We can go to the store and get whatever we want. We can go on the Internet and order food and it's delivered to our house in 30, 40 minutes. We can order groceries. We can do almost anything with the touch of a button like the Jetsons. And I think a lot of times abundance can also make you spoiled. It can make you forget how to be appreciative or grateful for what you have. And a lot of times I'll see, you know, even in my own life or people around me is that sometimes you get spoiled for choice. And a lot of times I think in today's society, people have become acutely depressed because they think they're supposed to have more or they don't have this or that. And I always say, take it back to the thing of being able to be grateful for what you have. You know, like a lot of times people need to be grateful for themselves and show gratitude and appreciation for being alive, having good health. You know, a lot of times people don't eat right. They don't exercise. And sometimes in your mind, you're not even realizing that you're saying really negative things to yourself and you're not being kind to yourself. And a lot of times you have to take that pause and say, you know what? I'm going to eat properly. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to stop being so hard on myself because I'm not like somebody I saw on Instagram or I'm not living up to some fictitious expectation that people have set for me. I am going to be grateful that I can take a breath and that I'm alive and that I can experience life. And a lot of times that sometimes in certain moments, that's just enough. You know, just enough of being like, I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy to be on this planet and I'm happy to experience life. And a lot of times we have to really take a pause because we're always saying more and more and more. I have to do better, more, more, better. The latest, the greatest. Sometimes just be happy to be here. Be grateful for that. And I always say, like, protect your spiritual energy, like, the inner you, that that energy that emanates through your body and that who you are, that essence, like be grateful for that. Be happy, you know, in that. And a lot of times I think that we have to really think about that, you know, like this is the only body that you have. It is your first and it is your last. And you have to treat it as such, you know, go get your checkups, go to the doctor, make sure that you keep yourself clean and groomed and take time out. Like sometimes you just got to take a time out from the world. Go get your hair cut. Go get your teeth cleaned. Go do different things to take care of the maintenance of your body. If you don't like how you look or you feel uncomfortable, like maybe you've gained a few pounds here and there. I mean, COVID did hit us all. And take time out and say, I'm going to give myself six months to lose the weight. 
and come up with a plan that's not strenuous to you and it's, it works for you. Like go on 30 to 40 minute walks a day, eat more fruits and vegetables and drink plenty of water. Just do light things. You don't have to do things that like you're some type of in some type of boot camp. Just appreciate the fact that you can ease your way back into good health if you feel that you're not, or if you want to just do something better with your life, then do so, you know, but appreciate that. I think the the thing that we also outside of ourselves is that we have to appreciate the people around us. You know, a lot of times we take for granted like the people in our lives and we have to really take a pause and say this moment with this person is the only moment that I'm going to have with this person. And you have to appreciate them because when they're gone, they're gone. Or when you're gone, you're gone. And I think that we all should learn how to appreciate moments and enjoy them. You know, like I lost my dad when I was 11 and, you know, a lot of times I can't remember how his voice sounded. You know, that's one of the things that I wish we had, like these phones we have now, because I don't have his voice in my head. I remember him talking to me all the time. And I remember spending time with him and I, I remember him, you know, his touch and things like that and his strength, his his handsomeness, his intelligence. I remember all of those things, but I can't remember his voice. And so. I always say, like, appreciate that because you have to appreciate the people in your lives, you know, in your life. And a lot of times we don't even think about that because we take it for granted. We think we have forever and we don't have forever. We have this moment in time, which is just a speck of time. And I think that when you come across people, even like outside of your family, like people that you come across in the grocery store or at the gym or people that you might see twice a month. Be kind to them. Appreciate that moment because you never know when that person might not be there anymore. And I always say, think about how you talk to them. Think about how you interact. And I'm not saying like you have to be like this walking nun or whatever. What I'm saying is that you can handle even difficult moments with people with grace and class. You don't have to be walked over by people, but you also can handle difficult situations in a classy manner because you're appreciating this life that's in front of you. You're showing gratitude to them, but you also are protecting your own inner being so that you don't leave that situation feeling like you got walked over because you were trying to keep the peace. You can also address difficult moments, but you can also address difficult moments with class. But I always say, if you can do something kind for someone, do it. And if it it's not like you're trying to like win them over or you're trying to get people to like you, it's just be kind because that might be the last and only time that you see that person. And so I was at the coffee shop a couple of days ago. I was going to get my hair cut and I decided to get my barber a egg sandwich and some tea because it was early in the morning for my haircut. And there were two women behind me in line and they were ordering pastries. And I decided to say, I'm going to pay for their pastries. And I pay for their pastries and I wound up making like just these two friends. They were from Arizona. And so they were so grateful that I actually bought their pastries without saying anything to them that they came and talked to me. And I wound up meeting the whole group. It was like 10 people at a table. They wound up downloading this podcast. They wound up downloading it. I was able to make like friends or whatever. And they were telling me that one of their daughters just graduated from Arizona State in holistic medicine. And we had a great conversation. And like, just that moment of meeting 
someone and like having that really good energy and interaction was just because of something kind of just buying two people a Danish and some whatever they got. I don't know what they got, but I just paid for it. And I was just trying to be kind because they had good energy and I felt their energy while I was in line. They were very kind. And so what I'm saying is that appreciate the people around you, you know, like a lot of times we don't realize even with our own children, like when they grow up, it's like my granddaughter is like, every time I see her, she changes and she gets taller and she gets smarter and she gets more inquisitive and her conversations change. And like my grandson, like every time he's like different, every time I see him, he's just different. And like my oldest daughter, she's an attorney, she's married, you know, and it's like when I see her, I see her growing into this beautiful woman, wife, mom. And it's like, I remember when she was a baby, I remember when she was a little little girl. And I remember all of these moments, like all my kids are growing up and I try to like, every time I interact with them, I try to appreciate that interaction. I try to make sure I tell them who I am and I share that with them because not remembering my dad's voice is something that I don't take that as something that I don't want them to have. So I try to leave them things. I try to talk to them and I try to like, like spend that connection with them because I try to appreciate those moments because once your kids get grown, like the interaction changes. And so it becomes a different relationship. So I try to always make sure that I appreciate the people around me. You know, I always try to take my wife on dates and I try to spend time with her and I try to listen to what she's saying. And I try to share what I'm saying to her and how I feel about things because I do not want her to ever think that she doesn't know who I am or I don't love her and that I appreciate her and who she is to me. And so I do that with majority of people that are close to me. I try to let them know that I love them and that they're special to me because I appreciate them because I don't know if I can get those moments back, you know, which I can't, you know, I know I can't. And I always want to hold on to them, you know, like my sister, she just graduated or got uh, her dissertation for her PhD at Howard. And she's probably one of the most inspirational people in my life in terms of like, pushing me to go to grad school and and like wanting to be more all the time because she's always more. And I appreciate her. Like, I'm so grateful to her that I always try to be excellent because of her. And sorry if you hear any emotion in my voice, because there is emotion in my voice, because the people that are close to me, they're very special. And so my sister has has always inspired me to be great because she's great. So I always say, treat your first like your last and your last like your first, you know? And so I was always a kid that was trying to like be inquisitive. I was always trying to like learn things. And so I held on to that. And I'm so grateful that I did because it really helps me moving forward. And so the other thing that I want to talk about is like the material items. I know people like material items. Yes, material items, you know, like we have to appreciate the things that we have. Like, I know that everybody wants a nice house. Everybody wants a nice car. Everybody wants more, more, more. But the thing is, is that appreciate your studio apartment. Appreciate your apartment. Appreciate your home. Appreciate where you live. Even if you are living with someone, if they've given you a room in the house, Make sure the room is clean, immaculate. Make sure that you treat the home 
as if it's the only place in the world you have, because it is. Because if you don't have multiple homes and that's your only place you live, you treat that home as if it's a palace because it's your palace. You know, I was always raised to keep my home clean, keep my room clean, keep everything neatly addressed, decorated. And I've always been into making sure that my home is kept in in the highest standards. Even if something's broken, I fix it. Or if I don't know how to fix it, I'll ask someone to help me. If the walls are are blemished, I make sure that they're painted or they're always fixed and clean. So I always say, appreciate your home, no matter what it is. You know, if you have to go out there and mow your lawn with a push mower, if you have to do that, make sure your lawn is always done. Make sure that your house is painted. Make sure that your yard is clean. I always say, appreciate that because that shelter is the difference between you being on the street, out in the cold and be appreciative of that. Because if you want more, the universe will bless you with more if you appreciate what you have, because that's all you have and you treat it as such. And so because you'll you'll realize how much that where you're at will be greater because you'll change your actual vision of it. Sometimes you have to shift your perspective of things. You might say, oh, I want a larger house or I want this. Well, love what you have. Shift your perspective and be appreciative of it. And you'll be surprised how much faster you'll attract what you want because you're appreciating that. Like your car, make sure that you keep the maintenance up. Keep it clean. Hey, this car is old. I'm tired of it. But make sure you keep it clean. Keep the maintenance up. Take care of it. Appreciate it. You might want a BMW or a Mercedes one day or a Tesla. Well, if you take care of what you have, you'll be able to get to that quicker because you'll be so grateful. And then you you might appreciate it so much it may not even matter. You know, so I would say take care of that, you know, take care of those things because that transportation that you have allows you to go to the grocery store. It allows you to go to the doctor. It allows you to go to work. It allows you to pick your children up. It allows you to go out on dates. It allows you to go shopping. It allows you to, the freedom to move around the world and appreciate it. Take care of it. Keep it clean. You know, be happy about it. Make sure you keep the maintenance up, the tires, the brakes, all of that. Just do those things. I always say that. And so like a lot of times people say, I hate my job. I hate my job. I hear that a lot. I hate my job. I hate my job. Monday, Monday, Monday. Let me tell you something. A job provides you with income. The income allows you to be able to take care of yourself and your family. Be appreciative of your job. A lot of times people don't realize that when they go, when people come to a place of business and a person doesn't like their job, they impact the actual owner of the business by not being grateful and being happy and being joyous on their job. My thing is, is that be happy for the actual opportunity to earn income, to feed yourself and keep a roof over your head. The dynamics of the job may not be something that you like. The people may not be all of what you like. But until you can do better, appreciate just the fact that you're able to earn income to feed, clothe and house yourself. And that might be something that you hold on to. I am thankful for the money that I'm gaining from this. And also, if you're happier on your job, you might be able to impact others to do better. Also, your energy may impact the place to where people might shift. So you won't realize how powerful you can be when you just are grateful and you're happy and kind. You know, I'm not saying be a doormat. I always have to add that. But you can always do better with your attitude and appreciation on your job. You know, even with your finances, like people might say, well, I don't make enough money. 
so they don't care or they don't pay attention to it. But you know what? Meager beginnings. Sometimes you have to manage that money, manage the small money, because if you create good habits with small money, you'll be good with larger because the same person that you are with a little money, you'll be the same person you are with more income. So I always say manage it. Know where all your dollars go. You may not like where they go. You may not like the fact that it's not enough, but you might have to reduce your lifestyle and you might have to manage that money so that you can get to the next level. So I always say manage it, track it, follow a budget, because then you can show appreciation for the money. You realize that money can go a long way. Reduce your debt because then you realize that you don't need very much money to actually live on if you reduce your debt. So your finances. Also, you might not like the food that you eat. Make better food choices so that you can take care of yourself, your body and your family. You know, don't just eat garbage all the time. Eat really good food. Show yourself that you love yourself. Also, when you make your plate, sometimes make your plate look like a restaurant. You know, make it look nice. Eat at the table. Set the table. Put the napkins down. Put drink down. Have enjoy food. Even if you're at work, you know, saying if you can go off for 30 minutes or 40 minutes at work, find a park by your office and go have lunch there. You know, enjoy your food that you eat because you're nourishing your body, but also put yourself in a good environment so that you can always like enjoy food. You can enjoy that time, that downtime of eating so you can nourish your body and your spirit at the same time. You know, I had this story of the thing that happened to me in college. I was playing basketball in college and I decided to stay at school. I started to stay at school for the summer to play in summer leagues at Iowa State. And so I worked as with the maintenance cleaning crew during the summer where we cleaned the dorms. We did uh, maintenance, uh, like painting, things like that on the campus. And so there was a period of time where school ended and some of us kids that did summer school, we also, I also took classes and did classes and I also practiced, worked out and played in summer leagues. So the thing that I did is that there was a transitional period where you go from school to summer school and then you're there working and you're taking classes and you're doing summer league. And there was like a three week period where I didn't get paid. I only had a little bit of money that I had from my last work study check from the actual school year. And I didn't have any money. I ran out of money. I bought groceries and I ran out of start running out of food. And the cafeteria was not open at the time on campus. And so I was so prideful and not asking for help. I didn't ask my coach for help, which he stayed a block away from campus. He and his wife, I didn't ask for help. And I didn't ask any of the coworkers because I was embarrassed that I didn't have money. And I went like three days without eating. And I was working out. I was playing basketball. And I was working all day. And my coach took me to a game. He took me to the, the game at Iowa State. I played two games. And when I was on, we were on our way back and coach was wondering why the last game, I really didn't play that hard. And I kind of set out majority of the second half of the game because I was like exhausted and I was hungry. And I explained to him the situation and he told me, he said, don't you ever in your life do that again. If you need something, you ask for it. And right then and there, he took me to get something to eat. He invited me to his house 
later, his his wife, they put groceries together for me to take back to my dorm. And by that time, I had got my first check from work study and I was able to go shopping and get food. But I never in my life again would take for granted or not asking people that I that love me or care about me. I would never not include them in my rescue or to help me get to, to the next level because that's robbing me and it's robbing them of opportunity to help me and for me to feel loved. And so I was very grateful of that. I was embarrassed at first, but then I realized that he's an adult and I'm a kid. I'm like 19 years old and I'm like, I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. And so I've always been grateful for that moment. It was a good teaching moment for me because I realized that I have the right to ask people to help me. And I have a right also to help other people. And I have to be grateful for that. And so a lot of times I'm so appreciative of like the small things in my life because of those moments like that, that I went through and I experienced some of that was self-inflicted and some of it was just, I just didn't have, you know, I didn't have, and I was trying to figure it out. And so that was like one of those moments, you know what I mean? That I had to learn how to, to speak up for myself, you know? And so as a mental health business owner, I always say that some of our depression that we see in the world, some of it is not like full blown like person with actual depression. It's acute depression. There are things that we have these mood swings that we have. And and I think a lot of times what will curve those feelings of like acute depression is gratitude. Just being grateful for what you have sometimes can pull you out of a bad mood because I'm I'm not saying depression. I'm saying depressed moods. It can pull you out of depressed moods because you can just look at something and be appreciative, like the fact that you actually have a home to live in with electricity. You have a refrigerator with food in it. You know, it's like you like, wow, you know, you got Wi-Fi. You have like a change of clothes. Sometimes you just have to go to just being appreciative of just that alone. You know, I ran an experiment on myself a few months ago. I had a SUV and the motor went out and I decided to just sell it. You know, I sold it or whatever. And I wanted to see how long I could go without a car. And so this happened in October. I mean, not October, in August. It happened in August of 2022. And so I went August, September, October, and almost to the end of November without a car. And I wanted to look at my appreciation of a car and what it means to me. And because I've had a car since graduate school, I had my first car in grad school. I bought it from one of the professors and I've had a car since I was 21 years old, 22. And so I went without a car. And one thing I noticed is, is that the mobility changed, like in terms of like just the feeling of being able to like go when I want to, that feeling was there all the time, like feeling like, hey, I can get up and just go. Well, without a car, that feeling of getting up and go is taken away from you. And then you have to think in other ways, like, do I Uber? Do I use Turo? Do I use my wife's car? You know, let me tell you, Uber is fine, but you still have to go when the person gets there. You're still controlled in a way. Turo is great because you can use someone else's vehicle to run your errands and do different things like that. But then also the party's over once you give the car back. Sharing a car with my wife is that every time I got the car, it was always on E. I don't know why. She's, all the gas is always gone. 
or I always had to like vacuum the car or wash it or whatever. And I think she enjoyed the fact because I always fill the tank up. I'm, I'm like a fill up person. I don't do half or whatever. I always fill up. I fill up a vacuum. I, I do all of that or whatever. And I, I realized that the autonomy was taken away from me. And so once I got that feeling of like, I really will appreciate the next car that I get. And I went and got me a car and I appreciate the car. I think it's the best thing ever. You know, I'm excited the fact that I can go to the gym and play ball without having to like share or like experience a Turo or Uber. I can go to the office. I can go shopping. I can do different things. And so I appreciate my car. Like I, I really appreciate it. It's almost like it's like my first car. Like when I bought the car from the professor for $500 and I did lie to my professor. I told him I knew how to drive a stick. And so he wasn't going to sell it to me. If I didn't know how to drive a stick, he was like, well, I can't sell it to you if you don't know how to drive a stick. I did lie to him because I was I, I wanted a car so bad. And so I said, yes. And so what I did was when everyone was gone on campus, I at Washington University in St. Louis. I'll never forget this. I was in front of the social work building in the parking lot. There's a huge parking lot. And it was a Friday and nobody was everybody left. And so it was just a few people there. And so what I did was I taught myself how to drive a stick in the parking lot so that I can get the car home. And I practiced and practiced for hours in the parking lot until I was able to learn how to shift the gears. And I learned how to do that. And I taught myself how to drive a stick and I was able to get the car home. And then I just would go back to the parking lot at school and I would practice all weekend until I was able to just drive the car. And so I know how to drive a stick. I taught myself and the car was five hundred dollars. He he actually wanted more for it, but I told him that's all I had because that was all I had outside of the money that I had for insurance. And so he was so kind. He, it was his daughter's car. She didn't want it anymore. She had graduated college and she had got her own job and her own car. She didn't want it. It was just sitting in sitting in his driveway. He was just gonna get rid of it, but he you know he sold it to me, and I thought it was just the nicest thing ever. And I kept that car. I kept that car all the way through grad school, through my first job. And then I finally sold it and I got me, you know, a upgrade. And I would say I appreciated that car. I was so happy. I used to road trip back to Chicago. I used to hang out. It was like going to the grocery store was so awesome because I could go to the grocery store and I can put all my, my stuff in there. I can run my errands. I could go to my internships. I can go to my job. I didn't have to wake up and catch the bus uh, to campus. I can actually like sleep in because <laughs> I had a car to go to school. And it was such a it was a small little car. So the gas was like really cheap. So I appreciate that. Just like I appreciate the car that I was able to get in November. And I'm thankful for that. And so like Jay-Z said, treat your first like your last and your last like your first. And so if, if you get a chance, listen to the song. It's called My First Song on a Black Album by Jay-Z. And I would say always appreciate your life because it's the only life you have. Appreciate the people around you. Appreciate the things that you have in your life. You know, appreciate the dreams and goals that you have and your ability to be able to pursue them, you know. So I want to thank you for joining this podcast and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much. Thank you.